Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm a big dog in Vegas. I'm a high roller at many casinos. See you out there. We're going to be at Circa Resort and Casino in Vegas. We want you to join us. Stadium Swim Thursday and Friday, the 23rd and 24th of this month. Speaks, that means by my count, we are 17 days away from our first show in Vegas. There are still multiple options available if you're looking to come out to Vegas, watch the tournament on any of the weekends, sportsbook, stadium sw- swim, as well as the private man caves for groups. And did you know, Danny, there's also a wonderful baseball tie-in. Uh, take me out to Vegas because it's for the first time in decades. All 30 MLB teams are playing on opening day. And they're going to be celebrating that at Circa. No better place to watch every pitch live than right there at Circa. Man, that is so soon. Cannot wait. I know it. How about that, by the way? Good job by Major League Baseball. First time in decades every team is playing on opening day. Yeah, they held on to this weird-ass tradition. Way to figure that out. Yeah, they held on to this weird-ass tradition (laughs) that the Cincinnati Reds get to start before everybody else. Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. No, that, that's, that's not a tradition. That's, they, they, that's they, not a tradition. They, they don't. They don't. It's a, it is a tradition. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a good one. Right. Yeah. No. Mm. Well, ba- baseball people don't like uh, change. I don't know if you're aware of that. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. So uh, the guys that part of my take, uh, Big Cat and PFT had Poles and Eberflus together from the combine, and obviously they are a comedy sports podcast, number one sports podcast in the world. And Big Cat's a big Bears fan. And they were able to just kind of paint these guys in a light that was different and funny and in person. And there's a little football in here, but not a ton. And so we just want to get to know these guys' personality a little bit more. And we were very interested in the fact that they had putt-putt in their 18-minute interviews. They asked them about it. You know, you're having fun interviews with people. You're bringing them into – are you in a hotel room? You got, like, a suite set up. You're playing putt-putt. It's over at Lucas Oil in the suites. Okay. Yeah, the lower suites there. So who's the best at putt-putt? This guy right here. Okay. Uh, Ian Cunningham made a bomb yesterday. Okay. Just so you know. I All mean, right. it, was, it was unbelievable. Now, we certainly practiced, of course. But we give the uh, players, you know, three putts at it, and the coach only gets one. So. What, are, what are you looking for? Do you want a player to be good at putt-putt? Because me, me personally, I would not want a player to be really good at putt-putt. Uh, it depends. You know, the skill players are pretty good at it, you know. Quarterbacks all play golf. You know, a lot of the receivers surprisingly play golf. So it was mm-hmm. uh, all the big guys always pick darts. You know, they're like, yeah, hey, yeah. man, give me some darts. And then they find out it's like double the length. You know, it's not a normal – I mean, it's a long okay. – it's a bomb shot. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, so when you're watching that, um, 
are you looking for someone who gets like upset if they miss it? Like I would, if I were uh, being drafted, I would go in there, I'd miss it, throw the thing, and <laughs> maybe be like, I got to control my emotion more. But man, do I play with some edge? Like yeah. I would just say that. You can see would some that... competitiveness yeah. in there yeah. with those guys for yeah. sure, especially when I say, "Oh, it's tied now. Who's going to win?" And then you, we always throw that in there and. One more shot. And so what, what are the options that you put out for him? It's putt-putt, darts, and what else? That's it right now. Yeah. Okay. We only got two. Because you know, we only, we only we do add? about two we, minutes. Should we add something uh, Twister? Like yeah, twister. maybe you guys Twister's could play Twister with Twister, him. Twister, huh? I like got the flexibility. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that's a little odd. I'm thinking outside the box here. Between the two of you, who has final say? On what? On a draft pick. Who has final say? Right here. Yeah. Well, you just had final say on that question. Oh. On on the game? You you just gave, you awarded him final say. So wouldn't you say that you technically have final say? That's true. You you gave him final say. So essentially you do. Okay. (laughs) Well, really, the the cool thing is um, we, we don't really have to worry about that much. Our relationship's awesome. And, you know, we work through this together because it's, it's that kind of partnership you gotta have. That is fun. It's whenever you're trying to, like, the, the comedic hosts are just being funny, which those guys are, mm. then at some point the guy's like, I got to say something serious. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we actually don't um, have that problem because we work together and we always come to a consensus. It, it, in all seriousness. <laughs> in all seriousness. I got to say, yes. It's not putt-putt or darts. It's uh, about the love of the game. Yeah. What makes the man. <laughs> you're kind of doing like a Francesa there. Was I? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Bleeding through. I got one impression. Uh Speaking of that, Poles did mention his most important trait, and it's uh, very football-y. Is there one specific trait that you would say trumps everything? Is it maybe intelligence, speed? Like, is there one that it's it's kind of like a baseline? We need this to even go to the next part of this evaluation. Yeah, it's, it's for us, it's passion for the game. And that's the cool thing about these interviews is kind of what you – you know, break the ice with, you know, the darts and the putt-putt and, and guys sit down and you throw the film on, you see this body language from the guys that it's, like, different. They get to the edge of their seat and they see the play and like, damn it, like, why you? Why did you pick this play? You're like, you know what play this is? We yeah. haven't even hit start yet. Right. Like, yeah, I got beat on this play. I wish I w- had that one back where there's other guys where it's like, you know, just kind of there's no flat. emotions yeah. there. Yeah. So the guys that get to the edge of the seat, they show it, you feel it. You're like, all right, jump in the car. Let's go back to Chicago. Yeah, no, I I like that answer because when you talk to, you know, we get to talk to a lot of players, a lot of successful players, and a lot of it is, like, you have to love football to a point because you're going to have to eat some and do some things and play through some injuries. So can you – has anyone in your evaluation uh, career – you don't have to name names, but has anyone able – to been able to like fake loving football in those moments and then you're like you get them on the team you're like well, i would say this there's no faking when you're playing right you know so we always judge the number so we look at the tape the tape tells us passion the tape tells us love you know and then we can figure out hey because we want you to, you know if you love football you're going to practice that way too you yeah can't just shut it on and off you know during game time so um that's why we do all the investigative work right? yeah. that, that the scouts do and spend the whole year doing. And then we're going to do that now when we go to the pro days and all that. So yeah. but, uh, it's always on the tape. Damn, Eberflus, I wish Eberflus did more of that kind of talking and interviewing and just like being chill as opposed to him at the podium. You know, I mean, I know that's, that's NFL life, but that's, that's a different guy. Right there. there was a great story in there that we're not going to play. It's a little bit long, but he chronicles the first job interview in the NFL under Rob Ryan. 
and like it was like a 16 hour job interview but just hearing him talk through all the steps and like just be a dude about it and talking about his day and one of his first big experiences the nfl it was cool stuff wow that's interesting he's a cat guy though is, is that what you're telling me so do we have to hate him I just, <laughs> Uh, Coach, I uh, I have a red flag of, for you as Ooh. well, and I'm not sure if this. We'll is, see if it's a red flag. Well, yeah, yeah I'm not sure if it's sure. a real fact, right. but it's a fact that I read on the internet, so I'm pretty sure it's real. Okay. It says that you have four cats. Oh no. Incorrect. I have two cats. Oh okay. no. They were adopted when I was in Dallas. Okay. Okay. And named after the movie Frozen, Anna and Elsa. Okay. okay. So it's incorrect. So the four cats thing is a, we can dispel that. Yes. Don't use your kids to get out of this. No. If you're a cat it's, guy, it, it you're a cat like guy. We're using well, kids. I've, yeah. been, I've been around ladies my whole life, so I got uh -huh. two daughters and I got my wife of 27 years, so uh, they are certainly cat people and now I am a cat person. Can, so. can you, can we say definitively that we're drawing the line at two cats because you get three cats, you might as well have seven. Right. You're a crazy <laughs> cat guy at Agreed. that point. And, and, and like sometimes you look at the cats and you're like, I kind of wish this was a dog. Yep. Do you ever do that? No. Oh. No. Okay. That was, <laughs> no. I never feel like taking them out for a walk. No, that's no, a red flag. Yeah, yeah red that's flag. a red flag. That's a red flag. <laughs> do you, have you ever asked a player, do you, or would you identify as a cat or a dog? Like, which one do you like more? That's another classic, like, GM question that we've heard from I don't think teams. they do that anymore. Really? No, yeah. I don't think I, we do I like that. how we're talking about, like, no, the science has moved on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're done with that. We've got some advanced yeah. stuff now. Right. <laughs> PFT's hilarious. That's a great line. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, the science has evolved beyond asking if, the, if you could be any animal, Are you a what cat would you or be? Dog? Yeah, that's good. Uh, a cat guy, a two-cat. I told you, I, I, there was something off about Eberflus from the moment I saw him. This is just only going to embolden you. Yeah. And they let him off the hook there just because he's not a four-cat guy. Being a two-cat guy is... He blamed it on his daughters. He did. His daughters and his wife. Yeah. He's been around ladies his whole life. <laughs> his wife for 27 years and his two daughters. So I think we know what Floos was trying to say there. You know what's amazing? But yeah, uh, that's true. We do. But before he met his wife uh, 27 years ago, maybe 28, I don't know, he was not around ladies. Right? I, these are the only ones. These are the only ones. That he's loved enough to get him to become a cat person. I think that's what he's saying. Oh, it's important to them. It's important to him. And... Uh, Ryan Poles is judging the handshakes. We're evaluating handshakes at the combine as well. Do you like when you shake their hands? Are you trying to outgrip them in that initial handshake? Are you yeah. monitoring how how good their grip no. is? No, man. We should analyze that because it's you get the whole spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Because the there's you know the soft ones concerning. Yes, yeah. dead fish. And then there's guys that try to break your hand. <laughs> like, what are we trying to do? Yeah. You know, so. What I always look out for is um is if if I do a like real nice firm handshake on somebody and then they go over the top and you can tell that they're trying to prove something. Yeah. In the handshake, I don't like that. I like just solid handshake, eye contact, two seconds, break it off, clean. <laughs> we're moving on. Have you ever had someone throw you the one that goes straight to the forum? Oh, yeah. The, and you feel yeah, like you're I, in a secret society? Like yeah. yeah, you're like, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I sort of sweat thinking about that situation. That one is That weird. makes me very uncomfortable. Yes. Very, very important thing. I have taught many people um, handshakes. Uh, Ruben, his friend yesterday, we were hanging out. He gave me a handshake. I was like, don't, don't do that. I, I, is that overstepping as a, the parent of a friend? Just try to help you him out. You taught an 11-year-old how did. to give a handshake? Yeah. I but said, you wouldn't let the 11-year-old see a movie with a bunch of cartoon penises. Correct. Correct. And I did not. But I think, I think sometimes you don't have that person in your life that teaches you that. Or maybe it hasn't happened yet. Well, maybe that person, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, Does I, that person have that person in their life? And you're just judging that person's father? Um, uh, yes. Yes. Okay. 
that's that's what I thought. (laughs) Took about one follow-up question to crack that code. But I'm stepping in (laughs) because it takes a village, Danny. (laughs) Um, Let me tell you, when I'm hanging out with Owen and Eli, when I'm bringing them to monster trucks because Owen is smitten forever. Yeah. And a post-game movie about penises. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then I go to shake Owen's hand and say goodbye. If that's not a good handshake, I'm going to say something. At three? No. Okay, you're going to give him a little bit of grace. Absolutely. Not okay. a three, but like, you know, seven, eight. Seven, seven eight, he's got to have a good handshake. Yeah, I don't eight. know if that's your place. To, to tell a kid, hey, just so you know, people really judge you on a handshake. So this is how you give a good handshake. I think I'm, I'm helping out. I don't think there's a parent in the world who would think I'm overstepping my bounds. Danny? Or is there? <laughs> I mean, I, I would, you know, it's different. I don't think there's a parent on the show who would think I'm a I've got a daughter, so it's a little bit different, but I would I would say, you Their know what? Your handshake sucks, by the way. I know. I'm still work, working on it. Um, I would say, you know what? The world does judge people on handshakes, but it's dumb. So, yeah. like, so if, you, if you have a choice, like, you know, give a nice firm one, but also who cares what the world says about your handshake? It doesn't tell everything you need to know. Yeah. I person. Think eye, eye contact is bigger than the hand. Because sometimes you, you fumble it when you go in. Sometimes your hand aren't compatible with the other person i'm a sweaty hands guy I had it my whole life i oh. hate it it's a curse oh that's yeah. tough I, I always try to like you know wipe it off before giving a handshake you yeah know? But it's tough yeah like, it's not easy I, I prefer not to I, let's I bring the COVID era back hey elbow bump you know what i mean i'm cool with that <laughs> you, you famously <laughs> yeah. thought it was better in COVID. at you, the time yeah. i said guys we're overlooking something really great about this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't have to see or touch anybody right yeah. tanny famously pro COVID. Yeah. remember that yeah there was a while there it's like no this is working out because it made him feel special because he was a, a, an essential worker. When Shep said he was 0% concerned about it, he was like, get more concerned. This is serious. This is our ticket to not seeing anybody anymore. I forgot that Shep mushed COVID, essentially. I mean, Zero. If, if the score at its 100-year anniversary did a worst takes in the history of the radio station, uh-huh. it would win. It would be the worst opinion given in the history of this radio oh, station. Boy. Oh, boy. Tanny? Tanny? Can we, can we hear it? Yeah. Shane, we have time? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have any one last thing questions, so do whatever you want. Oh. Oh, did you well, not solicit? Can, tell people. We got, we got some on the text line, but we, we can get some. But, but, so great on the text line. Yeah, but let's hear it. I've been talking to a lot of people around here, and I mean here being the United States, uh, my personal life, or even around the offices today. Shep, I assume you won't mind this. What is your personal level of concern with coronavirus? 0.0. Okay. Shane Reardon, I was talking to him this morning. He felt the same way. Tanny, what's your personal level of concern with coronavirus? Well, it's not 0.0. I can tell you that. Zero point. That's remarkable. Zero. You said personal level. <laughs> oh, sure. I didn't die. <laughs> yeah. I only tested positive once. Yeah. That's true. My personal level of concern is still zero point zero. <laughs> right, right, right. In the context of that, it was like, how much is all, all of our lives going to change? I think that question was asked on like March 14th of 2020. Hey, I got a promotion during COVID. <laughs> That's true. You know, it did work out well <laughs> for you. Really it relates well to that you. clip. All right. Oh, good point. Zero point zero. Ah, it's all time. We'll answer a question or two if Shane can find a good one. Parkinson, speak off the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.